Welcome everybody to Daddy No episode number 155, I think, or what's one of those episodes? Uh, day number 1004 or something. What what you do? Oh, you cut your hair. So my daughter cut her bangs on her own. Are you, uh, is that all the hair that you cut? No. What other hair did you cut? Well, no, I don't mean every individual hair. Like, you don't have to cut. I'm saying, like, what other chunk of your head did you cut? Did you go in the back, too, and cut the back part of your hair? Hmm? No. No? no. Just the no, front. Do you, do you think it looks good? No. You've never had a haircut, and you're four. You want to go get a haircut? She has. Oh, she has? When? I Last year, I took her to get a haircut and get it all even out. Now, oh. baby, now the baby year? Yeah, when she was a baby a year ago. So a year ago, you're a baby. What are you now? I'm, I'm a kid. You're a kid now. Do you feel like a kid? Okay. Is that why you go cross-eyed and do that look? <laughs> uh, you're weird, Zozebub. Are you gonna go to Target in your boots and warm-ups and your tie-dye shirt? Is that how you're gonna go? I mean, we'll go change. You look ridiculous. I'm just saying, you look no, ridiculous. Yeah, she does. <laughs> My daughter's dressed in these uh, boots with little rubies on them. Is that rubies? What are those? Sparkles. She has sparkles in the boots, and then she has these this wonderful uh, blue warm-up uh, bottom with uh, little 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 strings with little pink bows at the end or whatever, and then a tie-dye shirt. And it all goes together with your cut bangs. I think that this look, continue it. You're setting trends, sweetie. You don't follow anybody else. That's perfect. And then she headbutts my shin because I don't know who that hurt me more or you more. Thank you, sweetie. Hey, it's been four years of doing the Daddy No podcast. Let me ask my wife. Wife, what do you think about me doing this for four years? Now, day 1,400 and I think like 64 or maybe more uh, being a stay-at-home father. So it's it's been successful, right? It's been, I guess. Hey, what are these are for? I do say. Well, what do you say? These are for. Hey, what are these People I know for? say they like listening to hey, the kids. I think the kids is what makes the show. Yeah, that's why I don't do it by myself. So you're welcome. Thank, Thank you. you. I appreciate it. What is this? Oh, it's just. Oh, so that was your contribution. A... That was your contribution. My contribution for what? Is the kids. Yeah. For the podcast. Yeah. Because without them, there wouldn't be a podcast. No, there would not be. No, there wouldn't. No, that's no, true. There would be no reason uh, for me to have to stay home. So whenever there's not a reason for me to stay home, I think we should pop out another one. <laughs> And then everybody's just like, wait a minute, doesn't she work? Well, you know, she pops out the baby, then get back to work. What's wrong with you? You have babies and you work. No, I don't. That's why I bought you from your father. <laughs> <laughs> your dad's waiting. 
Is it for his money? Did you go to marry your butt? I'm going to marry my butt. <laughs> Why is everything your butt, Zozo Bozo? Everything's my butt. Did you miss me? Uh, Your yeah, butt missed me. I'm like, what? What are you talking about? Good. But I miss your butt. See? Whose butt is mine or dad's? Oh, did you like miss hitting it or did you miss? I like taking his butt. Stop being weird, Zozo Bozo. Stop being weird. You got a weird little girl. Love you. No, do not throw that phone. Give me the phone. Give me the phone. So what have I learned in four years about being a stay-at-home father? Uh, I've learned that it's not hard. It is tedious. Don't do that. It's it's tedious. It's just, uh, I think I've made this comparison before. Not that it is torture, but if it was torture, it would, it would be more like the, the water droplet, right? Where it just hits you. That's not waterboarding. It just, it's, I forgot what, is it, is it uh, Chinese water torture? Is that what it, is that what it is? I know, I was going to say, is that even, can I even say that? Chinese water torture? Is that something that people still say? Or is that like, that's racist, you can't say that. It's just water torture. Don't, okay, anyway. Well, I thought, I thought Chinese people came up. But it's a droplet that goes onto your forehead and they just, they tie you there and you can't move your head. And after a while, it feels like just like a hammer going, bah, bah, just hitting you in the forehead. Anyway, that's the way they describe it. And it drives you mad. Uh, so that's the way uh, being a stay-at-home dad is, is is the Chinese water torture. If it was going to be a torture at the worst at the end, if it was going to be a torture. I think the first two years were hardest, A, because I didn't know what I was doing. Uh, you left a, a newborn and a three-year-old with me at 30. That's insane. I look back and I'm like, there's no way I trust that person to watch. Like, even it's me. And I go back in time and I'm 34 and I see Zane Zoe, I'd be like, don't touch my kids. Get away from my kids. That's you every day. So you fight that feeling every day. Okay, cool. Well, I'm glad it's mutual and it's not just me. Like, he's he's their dad. He'll He'll keep them alive. Yeah. Well, anyway, well, she was easy. I was lucky. If I, if it was reverse, if it was my son, who is insane. No, he's a great guy. Uh, but he's a little crazy. If it was him as a baby and I and I had to stay home and, and no, I don't think I could have done it. But this one, Zozabos, she eat, she'd poop, and she'd sleep. Eat, poop, sleep all day. And you'd sleep for like two or three hours. Oh, I didn't say you you eat poop. Nobody said you eat poop. Are you trying to hide something? Do you eat poop? Don't give me that look. I, is this something I need to be concerned about? <laughs> Her face, I don't eat poop. I never eat poop. Nope, she hasn't brushed her teeth all morning. Go brush your teeth, stinky, stinky mouth. It's gross. My kid's got halitosis. Well, that's because you need a floss. You should floss. That's where it comes from. Don't do that, Zozo Bozo. Because it's coming out on the mic, and I don't want to hear the, the the hammering of the batteries. Thank you. Uh, so yeah, I got lucky with Zozo because she was she was easy baby, and then I 
and then let me see the hardest times usually the summer because they're at home all summer and sometimes i don't have a car and even if i did have a car i'm not going anywhere really but it's hot outside it's texas don't don't do that and hey excuse me you know what they're gonna remember though you know what they're gonna remember they're gonna remember the no they remember that they'll remember their mom taking them stop hammering on everything um they're gonna remember their mom taking them to the museum and do cool things and you know oh my god i can't believe we're doing this now with mom and i can't believe she bought yeah but you know what they're gonna remember with me when we sat in the backyard in a kiddie pool and their father with his fat belly tanned as he had a beer at one o'clock in the afternoon because that's what i did that's what i did all right and don't worry they didn't know it was a beer all right i'd put it in a cup and then i'd drink it outside so nobody was i didn't get drunk i had a beer as i got in my pool because i bought that pool that was my pool all 22 dollars all was it 18 cubic feet i don't know how big it was of water space i purchased and we sat back there and because uh, that was my pool that was my pool and every year i buy a new pool because i'm balling like that last pool 50 bucks drop 50 bucks on this pool it was uh i believe like eight feet nine feet long about six feet wide three feet deep it had a pump it had a pump it was a circular pool it was just almost as good as an above ground pool except it didn't have everything else and uh it, and i could never get it on even surface so that it would tilt and uh the pump stopped working like on day two but still it was good and then i have to move it around that's what i do all, all summer is i move that's my workout i move the pool around i get enough water out and i water the grass around me right i use that as to water the grass around me. and then i move the pool so i don't get a, a patch of dead grass that's the other thing you learned first summer didn't move the pool and i got a big patch of dead grass and i'm like you idiot how the hell did you not know that and so now i move the pool like every three or four, i just i just drag it and i'm like like every three or four days i'm like that's a good workout and that's all the workouts that i do because it's a lot it takes a lot out you know and you don't want to be too tired that's the other thing everybody's just like oh you need to work out no you don't you got kids man you got kids and so you need to be able to move not that you're going to do any of that moving most of the parenting is done from the couch that's the other thing i learned do your parenting from the couch don't uh hold up don't um don't get up and check on the kids every 20 minutes that's insane you're gonna you're gonna drive yourself insane what you need to do is quarterback from the couch not a quarterback coach you're coaching you're coaching your kids to make good decisions and you trust that they're gonna make those good decisions because if they don't a they're gonna get hurt or b you're gonna have a mess to clean up right and those and and the mess depending if it's poisonous to the dog if it's poisonous to the dog you got to go clean it up right away. But if it's not poisonous to the dog or poisonous to your child, then let it be for a while. You know, it's it's OK. Let them because now and then they're like, hey, you made that mess and you're going to tell them clean up the mess. And they're never going to clean it up because at the time, I think he's like four or five. I mean, even now it's seven. No, he's, he cleans up now that I tell him, well, let's bang my child. What the hell I would do. You're going to do what the hell I say when I say to do it. I'm like, yeah, but also I'm one of those 
uh, uh, parents where it's just like, oh, you're not going to, okay, you're not going to do that. All right, I'll do that. And then I do that. And then they're like, I want to do this. I'll be like, nope. And they're like, what? And then I remind them. So I guess I'm a vengeful father. Is that what I am? I'm a vengeful father. Everybody likes a vengeful father. You read the Bible? Old Testament, very vengeful father. So uh, I'm not on that level. Or not on the, you know what I mean? Not on that God level for vengeful. But vengeful as in, like uh, like I said, just more, I guess, spiteful. Is it spiteful? Is that the right terminology? I'm not sure. Anyway, so those are a few things that I learn to do with my children. And it's going to help you out a lot. Invest in, if you have a yeller, like my son. My son's a yeller. You've heard him yell on this podcast. You've heard it before, like, Damn, you got some vocals on you, son. Especially when he when he uh, uh, couldn't control his emotions at all. I'm starting. I'm starting to teach him. I started to teach him that his emotions are like a superpower, and he has to focus that superpower because it's so much energy into something positive. And I was like, dude, it's a serious suit. Look at all that drive and focus, and and he's like, from my anger. I was like, no, no, it's not your anger. It's your energy. My anger might spark it, but still, it's your energy. You got to use it in a positive way. And he's like, all right. I was like, this is working. You're believing what the hell I'm saying? You're going crazy, dude. I think you just think you're crazy. But I don't think he's crazy. I just think he doesn't know how to uh, express himself in the proper way because, you know, he's seven. <sighs> what was my point uh, with my uh, son? I don't remember. Anyway, the point was, Isa, come here. You hear him yelling in the background? Isa, come here. Isa. Yeah, I call him Isa. I call Isa and Zozo. People look at me funny in the grocery store. Isa, Zozo. And they're like, what? So this is this podcast has been going on for four years, bro. That's over half your life this podcast has been on. Is there anything that you want to say? First of all, I don't have a secret password. And what's my secret what? My secret illusion. What illusion? What's my greatest fear? I don't want to say it. Because it's, I'm I'm scared of it. Zozo, stop banging on that with a stick, please. Okay. Oh, that's what you're doing. You wanted to scare me. That's it right there with little vampire teeth. All he has is his little vampire teeth. The little canines and then missing... Well, that's not... Why did he... Though, are your canines... All right, back up. Those aren't even his canines. They just look like it. It was the ones next to the big teeth. Put it down, Zozo Bozo. You're going to hurt yourself. If you're going to... I'm going to be very bad at you. Put that down. Put it down. Stop. Put it down. Thank you. Did you hear him? If you bust that stick, I'm going to be very... Zozo, no. If you break that stick, I'm going to be very bad at you. You heard me on the back. <laughs> that that's the temper I was talking about. And then my daughter immediately tried to break the stick. Oh, like I was saying before. So 
uh the thing because he can scream like that you need to invest in i invested in uh headphones you know what i mean and even if you can't afford like no noise count canceling because i couldn't i couldn't afford uh noise canceling so what i did is i had the earbud ones i put the earbud ones in and then i put the big headphones that go over here i put those on and it cuts out it's not gonna cut out all the noise but it cuts out uh, like half so like he would like and it hurt your ears it hurt your ears a dog would carmelo my dog would cry like oh, like when he hit that pitch and i was like fuck i know people are hearing this and so uh and he used to do that when he was a baby too and he was like one he would like my mom my mom was really concerned she was like you need to take him to the hospital there's something wrong with him like nothing wrong with him we, we thought something was wrong with him too that's just how loud he can cry or how loud he can shriek or yell it's a shriek freaking banshee man it hurts even when i uh was with the uh when i went to a school because at one point oh my brother hold up hold up i think he's on his way are you on your way uh, i was gonna ask you is it okay if i stay at the house tonight with the dogs uh yeah it's fine is there somebody else there or what? No, there's nobody else here. I was just thinking about the dogs. Uh, I have, uh, I can keep them locked in a room or outside or something. No, just put them outside. Okay. How All far right. are you? I um, haven't left yet. I'm still cleaning out this fucking house. It's amazing how much shit you accumulate. Oh, are you coming tonight or tomorrow? I'm trying to come today. I'm trying to leave today. Okay, cool. This was come pick up the bed today. Okay. Shit. All right, man. All right, later. Bye. Do deuce. My brother, my brother was on the fourth annual. Anyway, I'll talk about him too. I'll talk about him too in a little bit. Um. Anyway, what was I saying? Oh yeah, so uh, the headphones screams like a banshee. Invest in uh the headphones. Oh, when I was at a school, um, I asked the kids. I was like, does uh, does and this is first grade? I had to go there. I mean, you've heard the podcast. I've had to go there uh last year was it like twice a week and there was like a good like two or three weeks where i went to school with him every day and i remember asking the kids i was like does does he get mad does Isaiah get mad and they're like yeah and they all at the same time covered their ears and i was like holy shit so yeah he screams they, they've said that they like that the whole wing was the class was coming out of there to see who was screaming so definitely invest in headphones and again, the hack is if uh, you can't afford noise canceling, get the earbuds, stick them in your ears, and then you put the headphones go over your ears on top of that. It's gonna you're gonna half the sound will be muffled. And if you want even more, get you can't do a regular sock, but get one of your baby socks. Get your baby sock and put the baby sock inside the headphone part. I'm not playing. This works, and you can that lowers it down a lot more too. So just stick as much shit in your ear as possible so you don't hear your child yelling. The neighborhood and the dogs around your neighborhood are going to go insane. But you, you will have peace of mind. So what have we learned so far? Uh, parent from the couch because kids need to learn lessons. Uh, invest in headphones. Invest in headphones. Um, and what would be the third biggest thing that I've learned um oh this is very true uh, i heard this you either you're gonna have a happy house 
you're going to have a clean house or you're going to have, I forgot what the other one was, or you got to pick something like that. Uh, I guess that's just my excuse for having a mess. Be, be all right with having a mess. Like, you know, what's, you know, what's nice. That'll give you peace of mind. Have a section of the house that is clean. You know what I mean? Like have the kitchen and the dining room and living room clean. But then like the kids room and your room, it's just like crap or have like the bathrooms really clean and the kitchen really clean and the rest illusion. illusion. All right. Put that down. Thank you. Love you. Bye. They're going to it's a Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Going to Target. Anyway. Oh, yeah. yeah. So don't worry too much about cleaning all of it and having the house like perfect because then you're going to be yelling at your kids all the time because they make a mess. But if there's a designated area for them to make it, it's like, uh, okay, you know how the CIA, they can't control all the drug dealers, right? Like all the big uh, um, syndicates. They can't control them. So what they do is they empower one and they're like, all right, that way, you know, we don't have a power vacuum of, of we take out this guy then everybody, and then there's war because there's people fighting. So what we're going to do is we're going to keep this and we're going to run it like a government and we're going to help this drug dealer and we'll bust the other drug dealers, right? And it's a it's a king. They do like a king game, making kings, whatever. The way they do with dictators, they put friendly dictators in. <laughs> so this is exactly like that, right? So you know they're going to make a mess. So you want to have them, the mess be all in one area and that's a designated mess area right and then the rest of the house can be clean and you'll keep your sanity all right so again to cover those three big things uh parent from the couch it's going to teach your child character uh they're going to understand that you know i'm either going to get hurt or i'm going to make a mess and you're going to deal with that part at the end but you can deal with it in due time uh get headphones that way you can tune your children out you don't want you don't, you know all that yelling. You already made your point. They're they're not rational people because they're little. They're little insane people. So they're not. You can't rationalize with that. So you make your point, and then you shut the hell up. You shut up, right? And then you put your headphones on and make sure to put the earbuds, maybe some baby socks, then the headphones on top. Boom. And third, uh, this is gonna help you so much. Keep sections sections of the house clean. That way, you're like, oh, sanctuary. This is this is a nice area. I can think here. It's not cluttered. And then the kids get that area where they just mess it up. You know what I mean? The way the CIA does, that, that was probably the worst analogy ever. People were like, yeah, what the hell are you talking about? I don't know. It kind of made sense. Like when I first thought about it, it made sense. But then when I was, as I was saying it, I was like, nah, I mean, I get what you're saying. But that was a that was a reach. That was a reach. But anyway. And now going on my 10th year doing stand up. That's uh, I'm excited this year for my 10th year. 10 year doing my first uh, like legitimate festival. And it's it was it was it's by HBO Max. And um, I was going to say Time Warner. No, AT&T is a sponsor but it's hbo max and warner brothers they're the ones throwing it and i'm going to be performing at the empire theater february 21st get your tickets february 21st at the empire theater uh, at seven o'clock and then i'm also performing um february 23rd 
February 23rd um, at LOL Comedy Club. Yeah. Excited? Nervous? I've never done a theater. Oh, I take it back. I've done one theater, but it was only, it was, uh, it was cool. I was thankful to do it. The bottom was full. The bottom was full. But like the lights were on. I was the first comic and the lights were on and, and people were, were coming in. So I was like, oh, damn. And then I was taught, like, I, w- I was introduced as coming up first, the Spurs guy, because I had a Spurs hat on. I was like, damn it. Really? The Spurs guy? And I went out there, I was like, try to make a joke. I was like, I'm not the Spurs guy. I do not want the San Antonio Spurs to sue me. I, I do not represent them in any way. None of these jokes reflect anything that they say uh, or anything about them. And then everybody's like, what? Is he? Is he he serious? And I'm like, fuck. But anyway, so hopefully this experience is uh, better. That'd be nice. A full theater. Just to feel that. They say you feel that energy. Like when you, when you, um, the the part, okay. When you have more people, and I felt this at, at the Tempe Improv. It was 500 people when I was uh, I was featuring for Rick. And it was 500. It was sold out. Um, and I would say a joke and they'd laugh. I'd feel the response pretty quickly, but I had to pause longer than I would for, you know, I don't know, other crowds that I've been doing. 60 people, 100 people, 200 people, 500 people in that in that room. It was it was tight. They uh, you, you'd feel that pop. You'd feel that energy. But. I've been told 1,500 people or more. It's like you, uh, uh, actual like, like a wave, a wave hits you of laughter, and you gotta have an even longer pause. I'm like, oh my god, I wanna, wanna feel that. <laughs> or it's like, uh, uh, I don't know. I guess a surfer who's like, oh, even bigger wave. Or I don't know, but that that to me is is the most exciting. Yes, HBO's there. Yes, uh, Warner Brothers is there, but to me, the most exciting thing is if that Empire Theater is sold out February twenty first. So get your tickets, and that wave hit that that thing I keep hearing about about oh man, if there's if it's a lot of if it's sold out or fifteen hundred people or more in there in a theater, you you fucking feel uh, energy hit you. Like just pushes back when you, especially when you get a big pop. Whew, I got tingles right now. I got tingles talking about it. That's crazy. And uh, what else? Oh, <laughs> Friday, February fourteenth. Come check out Feed the Funny, uh, and that's gonna be um, uh, a f- well, it's a pay what you want show, and it's a special Valentine's Day show. It's not really special Valentine's Day. It's just on Valentine's, and we're saying it's special. Uh, but we're not going to really talk too much about Valentine's Day. But bring your date, especially if you're broke or you're just cheap or you met on Tinder and you don't, you're like, I don't want to really spend a lot of money. I do want to drink. But what's it? Like, I want to take her to the show. Boom. February 14th, Blind Tiger Comedy Club. You pay nothing on the way in. You enjoy it. Come on, tip us a couple bucks. Tip us, tip us 10, 20, 30, 40, 50. I don't know. Big, 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 big ball. Take out 100 and be like, boom. That's right. I'm telling you, night's going to go a lot better because we won't beat you up for the rest of the money. No. Uh, February 14th. And Battle of the Sketches. I'm very excited about this. Third year, going to New York City. Never been to New York City. The way I say it, New York City. Never been. It's going to be fun. 
Uh, I hear there's a lot of homeless, but there's a lot of homeless in Austin, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to, I'm gonna try to help them all. Uh, man, I was noticing that, and uh, and I'll talk about it a little, a little bit. Anyway, Battle of the Sketches, check that out. You can see it on Film Freeway Battle of the Sketches, and also um, our website BattleSketches.com. It's kicking off at the Pit Loft. Uh, it's called the Pit, the People's Improv. Oh, shoot, I'm messing it up. The Pit, look it up. The Pit at Dash NYC, dope room. Uh, I've never seen it in person, but on pictures it looks dope. And also, a lot of people who submitted last year were actually from there or performed there. So I was like, oh, perfect. That's looking for a home in New York. That could be the perfect place. It's near the Empire State Building. Anyway, that's what I saw on Google Maps. And then we're bringing it back to Texas, and we're looking at we're still trying to finalize everything, but it's going to be Dallas, San Antonio, Houston. And then the finals, Austin, uh, August 1st or August 2nd, uh, which is a Saturday or Sunday. So, And $1,500 in cash and prizes. So make sure to go uh, submit to that. Very proud of my brother. That's what I was about. To yeah, man. I, I put that kid through a lot. I put that. I mean, he put me through a lot because, like, I didn't, you know what I mean? It's a, he's We're young enough or we're the, the age gap is big enough to where it's just like, you know, I was 10 and he was five, five year age gap, you know, so he can't really hurt me, hurt me, you know what I mean? So, but I could hurt him. So it was like, you don't hit your little brother was what my dad always said. So my brother knew this and I wouldn't hit him and I need to slap the crap out of me. But we didn't mean things to each other. Uh, like on his uh, one time, I remember he was he was five. So, yeah, I was 10 and uh, my parents were out on a date and we're with the babysitter. And um, he asked, he, we saw some cartoon. He goes, I want an eagle on my forehead. Can you make that tattoo? Because I, I would draw all the time. I, we sit and watch TV and I just draw. And so um, uh, I went to the kitchen and I grabbed a permanent marker that was in a drawer. And then we went to the bathroom and I drew on his forehead. And he's like, it doesn't feel like an eagle. I was like, no, it's an eagle. And he looked in the mirror and it said, stupid and permanent marker and that's the kind of mean stuff i would do so i would never i wasn't i didn't hit him you know stuff like that i did almost kill him once with a lasso uh that was an accident check out wolf of ignorance it's episode 56 i don't know how i know that uh, there's a clip uh where i say i almost killed my brother anyway check that clip out it's on youtube wolf of ignorance podcast fmcw studios anyway um but yeah, I wrote stupid on his head. And my mom came home and she was pissed because it was in permanent marker. And I wrote it thick. Like I I I didn't just write stupid. I outlined the the letters and then I colored inside the letters. So it was thick. It was like like all across. I remember the S being real big, and then I had barely had any room for the P and the D that they were kind of like just drawn on but it said stupid that s was really that was the hard part to get that s off because she was like she my brother was crying my mom had the alcohol and she was like scrubbing hard like that and she's pissed off at him too like why would you let him do this to you just like i thought it was an eagle i wanted an eagle why would you want an eagle you know what the eagle would have been worse because i would have drew a whole eagle on his forehead then i would have colored that damn thing in right and he would just had all black 
across his big old baby forehead. Bro was five, but he had a big forehead already. He's gonna get mad at me for that. I I'm a man. I got big forehead too. We big we're big faced people, okay? Kawasas, go figure. Not cabeza, not head, but Kawasa, go figure. Are big headed, big faced people. And it's because of my grandfather and my father and probably my great grandfather and all them. These just big faced people. Got big noses, big foreheads, big old eyebrows. Our eyes are on the side of our heads. Big old cheeks, big ass mouth. Luckily, the lips go with the face. Jeez. Yeah, that would have sucked. I had skinny little lips with his big nose. That would have sucked. Anyway. What was I talking about? Other than I got a big old fat face. So everybody tells me. That's how they know. You're getting fat or why? Because you got a fat ass face. I was just like, why do you why do you say it like that? That I don't like the it felt weird. Don't ever say that again. But I guess just those are the friends that I hang out with. But anyway, yeah, ego and permanent marker. I like if my son the because my daughter and my son are about three and a half years apart. So it's still that, you know. It's, it's still a pretty big jump, right? But if right now he's like, she, my daughter came out, look, and it said stupid. I'd be so proud of my son. I'd be like, damn, you know how to spell? You finally know how to spell? I love you, son. And I'd give him a big old hug. I'd be like, hey, that's messed up. Your mom's going to be mad about right? But we're going to keep that, Miha, we're going to keep that on your forehead because your brothers never spelled a word that big. And I need, and he spelled it right. He spelled it right. All the letters are facing the correct way. That's perfect, sweetie. Wow. Let me take a picture. I'm going to take a picture. I'm going to send it to my parents. And they're going to be like, why did you let him do that to her? We're like, no, he spelled it right. And my parents will be like, oh, he can spell. And we're going to be so happy. We'll throw him a party. My daughter will wear stupid on her forehead until that ink washes off from taking showers. And that's just going to be like a little, like, wow. I was, I was, I couldn't think of the word. All, all that came was Hamad. That's not Hamad. What is it called? I forgot what it's called. I'm, I don't have a large vocabulary. And when I try, I know there's a word that I've heard that's in my brain, but my brain doesn't know. It's like, you don't use that word ever. Why are you trying to use that word right now? You never use that word. I, I don't know what that word is. I know what word you're talking about, but I can't find it right now. Tell you what. Eight hours after the podcast, you're going to be putting your head down and for sleep. And that's when that word's going to come in. And you're going to go back and try to edit it in. But you're going to be, it's too late. That's too much work. Just be an idiot. Anyway. I'd be mad. I'd be mad that he did that. But no joke. I'd be very happy that he put, put the, he spelled it right. That would be the biggest victory. See, I, I, I'm a glad, like, I'm a glass one twelfth full kind of kind of guy. You know what I mean? All parents, I think, rightfully so, would be very mad. Now, if you would have drew an eagle, I'd have been like, "Yeah, I've seen you draw eagles all the time. You draw eagles all the time. I don't. I'm mad now. I gotta I gotta scrub this off your sister's head. Hmm. They got me back though, because uh, later on, this is weird. I think I've said this before, but they colored in my nipples. And when I was asleep and with permanent marker and then my whole chest and then in my belly button. And then I got, and yeah. And then we got Jim because this time it's, uh, wait, I'm 10. So this is, I think sixth grade It's sixth grade, right? You're 10, sixth grade or maybe fifth grade. Anyway, remember we had Jim and you had a change 
You didn't shower. Nobody showered. They had showers, but they were all open. I mean, like, hey, get butt naked in the middle of this room. Anybody can walk in at any time because all it is is one turn because this school was built in the 60s. <laughs> and just any girl can walk in and see you butt naked. So it's just like, nah, because that's happened before many of times where people accidentally walked in. Oh, I accidentally walked in, walked into the locker room. That happened to me in ninth grade. I was so that's how everybody knew I had titties in ninth grade. They're like, yeah, Josh has tits like he's. Remember how he used to be fat in middle school? Well, he got taller and he got skinnier, but he kept the kept the boobs. He has like he has tits. I didn't lose those uh, breasts until uh, late tenth grade. Yeah, about late tenth grade, and that's just because I was doing push ups upon push ups upon push ups. I mean, I got the boobs back now. I definitely have. I've seen it where your your stump your shirt gets stuck in between your boob. And your stomach when you lean forward because you're fat. That's nothing wrong with that. I'm saying that happens to me. That happens to me all the time. It happens to me. Uh, it used to happen to my wife, but apparently she's cause doing this whole 30 diet and has lost 3% body fat. And I'm like, all right, that's cool. Whatever. You lost 3% body fat and you're going to go back and get your master's and, uh, and you're going to be all cool with your, you know, that's cool. It's whatever. Be all skinny and smart. That's fine. I'm not mad. <laughs> like, I'm jealous. I'm not mad. Forget that. Anyway. Uh, thank y'all for listening to Dead and No Podcast for the past four years. Um, I wish I know the exact date. What it was day 1,000. I know it's 1,450 or 60 something. I didn't look at it before I started. But thank you all for listening. I appreciate it. I know I should do more and do it weekly, but it's it's when you it, it it I do the other podcast and then I produce another a lot of podcasts and I know these are just excuses but I I like doing this podcast with my kids and I want my kids to want to do it and I don't want them to be if they don't want a podcast and it's usually because they see me where are you going dad and they see me take all the equipment and I'm like I'm gonna go podcast and they're like well what about us what are you gonna podcast and then I set a date like hey how about this day I got a schedule with my children who are four and seven, when we can podcast. That is insane. But I do that because I want to get the best out of them. You know what I mean? I don't want them coming over here and just like, bleh, poop all the time, which that's what they do a lot of the times. I want them to come up with stories. You know what I mean? Think of some stuff. Be original. Nobody wants to hear, you know, the, like what's happening in your classroom? What's the drama? What's What are you going through? That's what people want to hear. Anyway, my son wants me to start paying him for the podcast. <laughs> Oh, I told him, I was like, yeah, there's this commercial thing. And uh, if we get enough listeners, we can start uh, doing commercials. I mean, I'm not going to have him read it. I'm not going to. I mean, but I would read it. And I just I don't know why I thought I told him. I just I thought, hey, I'm going to tell you this. And immediately he goes, all right, I want twenty dollars. <laughs> I was like, what? I was he's like, I want twenty dollars to podcast. And I was like, you. Mu- <sighs> all right, cool. I was like, $20. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, you can pay me $20? I was like, nope, you're off the podcast. He's like, I want a podcast. I want a podcast. It's like, yeah, that's what I thought. I'm going to fart. Anyway, uh, thank you all for listening. Make sure to go with your tickets for the Hot Comedy Festival. Uh, you can check that out online at hotcomedyfest.com or festival.com. Just type in Hot Comedy Fest. It's here in San Antonio.
February 21st to the 23rd. I'm going to be performing at the Empire Theater. Very excited. And um, also uh, check out February 14th at the Blind Tiger Comedy Club. Feed the Funny Valentine's. Very special, like I said before. Very special uh, edition. And then uh, go and, if you haven't yet, submit your sketch to Battle of the Sketches. BattleSketches.com. We're in New York and then all around Texas this year. $1,500 in cash and prizes. Submit your sketch today. Uh, and uh, thank you all for for listening to this. I appreciate it. The past four years, like I said before, uh, this is fun. And again, this podcast is just so, I mean, yeah, thank you. I, I, I want people to listen, but also this podcast, like I've said before, is just so I can go back and use evidence against my kids and be like, oh, you, you want to do that? How about everybody in your school knows you pooped your pants when you were five? A lot. Hmm? Hmm? I got the recordings. And I use it as blackmail. There's all blackmail for my children. And that's why I did this podcast because I'm that long-term planning. Like I said, uh, I'm I'm vindictive. I'm That's a big word for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that word. That one came out fine. I was like, but you didn't use it correctly, did I? I don't know. Anyway, thank y'all for listening to Daddy No Podcast. We'll catch y'all.